Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the next long-awaited episode of Muddled Thoughts. I'm Ryan. I'm Zach. And this is Max. This week, we are going to be discussing our favorite things about fall. But before we get into that, uh, why don't we kind of cover a little bit of where everybody's been? I mean, it's been a while since we've been on air. Uh, What's everybody been up to? It has been a while, hasn't it? I'm trying to think about how long it's been in between our last episode that we actually recorded probably over a month at this point huh yeah i mean we 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 recorded was the last episode road america um that's the last one that would have come out yeah so it would have been middle to end of august probably yeah so that's a month and a half at this point so it has been a little bit but it's good to be back nonetheless absolutely um, Ryan, you forgot one of the most important parts about the top of our show. What's the drink Dinner? order? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna do it. It's so cover, long. I was gonna cover, you know, what's been happening and then get to the drink order. But since oh, I took a sip, screw guess, what we're doing. It's all about what we're drinking. Yeah, baby. Well, yeah. Okay. So, all right. Well, I'll start since I fucked it up. You know. <laughs> uh, so I am drinking a 1924 limited edition double barrel. Um, bourbon aged Cabernet Sauvignon. It's a 2018. That's a mouthful. Try saying yes. that five times fast. I tried to. I was, I was digging deep to remember the label. It's um very oaky, uh, very fruity. Um, there's a lot of ABV in it. I didn't read the label because I frankly don't care. But does it have little, alcohol? I'm in. <laughs> a little. Very nice. What do you got, Max? Uh, I bought a bottle of Soul Boxer. Nice. Um, bourbon Old Fashioned um, mix, essentially. So, so is the there camera. is there bourbon in it? Yeah. It's a pre-mixed Old Fashioned in a bottle? Correct. Interesting. I wonder how they pulled that off. It's, it's, be- it's pretty good. It's a mm. little too sweet for my it's taste. It's pretty sweet, yeah. See, and that would be my fear as the volume drops, that sugar content would come out more because <laughs> of the alcohol concentration. Yeah, we nerd, we went to a stuff. bar. Yeah, we went to a bar a couple days ago and had an old fashioned there. And it's just, of course, way more better than a pre-mixed solution. So, right. Just, but yeah. Sorry, <laughs> at the pause for a second. Sorry. Have you guys seen? At been to any bars down there where they have a barrel behind the bar and it's a pre-mixed Manhattan and they just put the glass under it and hit the tap? Yeah, I I didn't know that existed. I've seen it. I don't remember where it is though. But now that you say that, that does sound oddly familiar. Yeah, that's sorry. Just a little aside with the whole pre-mixed thing, but I thought that was the coolest thing ever. It's a big old barrel of Manhattan, right? I'm gonna get that for here at home. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, I'll I'll move <laughs> if you get that. <laughs> yeah, why not? Right. All right. So, so I am having a. Hold on. Here we go. There it is. Ardbeg. Ardbeg. So it's a single malt scotch. Um, I have had. So this is just the regular one. I have had the ten year version of it as well, and. I would say that this is the best scotch that I've ever had. I'm sure there's way better yep. scotches out there, 
Um, but it's very peaty, very smoky. So a lot of that different tobacco flavor. So if you're looking to get into scotches, I actually don't recommend that you start with this scotch just because of how like fiery it tastes. So it could be like really off-putting if you're not ready for it. But if you have not had this by some chance and you like scotches, absolutely go for it. It's it's probably my favorite. So, yeah. Yep. You can guarantee someone's had that before and they're like, I don't like scotch. <laughs> it's not gross. for me. Yeah, we don't, associate, we don't fraternize with those people, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good word. Fraternize. Uh, gotta like pull that. the big words out while I still can. <clears throat> All right. So, anyways... Back Do we to what want? we were talking about before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess my my biggest reason why I haven't been, you know, present on the podcast is I just switched jobs, uh, kind of been trying to adjust to the lifestyle a little bit. You know, before Chelsea worked nights, I worked mornings. We just flip-flopped. So, you know, getting the kid adjusted and just kind of getting back into the new swing of things. So that's that's where I've been. Sounds like you've been busy. Um, quite. Yeah, quite. <laughs> so yeah, I guess things have been pretty busy with me as well. Um, since we're in fall now, school has started up again. So I've got classes once a week, which isn't crazy, but it is enough to keep me busy when I'm not at work. Um, we have been trying to do like trivia once a week. So one of the bars down by us has an outdoor patio so we can social distance and be outside and still get food and drinks and have a little bit of fun every week. So between all that, I guess that's what's probably been occupying most of my time. But now that the, the weather is getting colder, I find myself spending a lot more time inside. So more time yeah. for the podcast. Right. There you go. Max, Max? how's the, uh, the Arctic tundra? Yeah, you guys. It's cold <laughs> i could never do what you do i mean yeah it's it's weird because like you have to find like a certain balance throughout your whole shift to not only st- stay warm or get cold because you are too warm so like obviously there's two different sections there's one where it's like you know refrigerated and then one that's like trying to keep everything frozen slash like the bra- blast freezer area and when you're in like the freezer, you can never obviously really be too warm because it's zero right. all the time. But when you're working on something like a certain project or a certain pal that you're stacking, um, you can get pretty hot. <sighs> it's, 35, it's 35 degrees, but that's like, that's pretty warm in Wisconsin numbers. Right. You know? Yeah. As far as coldness <laughs> in Wisconsin goes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, yeah, you still got to find a balance to not get too sweaty or get too cold. I have the same kind of experience just on a much smaller scale. Like when orders come in at work, I have to rearrange the the walk-in cooler or the walk-in freezer. And I usually bring, you know, a thermal and then a pullover because, you know, even the cooler, like you said, our cooler stays about 32, 33 degrees. And even 10 minutes in that is just ridiculous. Yeah, especially if you're doing a lot of lifting and moving around. Like when I was working at Meyer, we had to do inventory from time to time each year. And when we did like our dairy cooler inventory, I was basically just working in my t-shirt and whatever because like 
I, you get so sweaty and it's you know it's 40 degrees right you know you're busting your ass yeah i don't look <laughs> forward to wednesdays and thursdays at work order days and speaking yeah. of i found out that the restaurant that i worked at through college we didn't do inventory the whole time that place was open until the last year before it was gone what? like the built the building got ripped down you know but yeah they never took inventory at that restaurant how do you order anything how do you keep up how do you how do you function did you guys have too much or too little all the time um it was mostly it was always too much we always had too much stuff which i guess is better than having not enough but well yes and no because i mean if you have leftover product that's going past the best buy date you're throwing it away and you're losing money yeah, but if you don't have enough food, then you're not going to be able to feed any customers. Then you got 86 menu items, and that's never good because the servers still fucking ring stuff in. Yeah. Sorry, just a little service industry rant. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess I would much rather throw food away than have to not or serve donate people. It. Or donate it. That too. True. Yeah, give it to give it to your employees. Because that's me personally. Or food bank. Me personally, yeah. but no, I, I hear you. Never know. I I hate having to tell the uh, you know the the front of the house manager that we don't have something on the menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when the worst. we've had it the entire night. Yeah, it's horrible. Got eighty six the artichoke dip. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Karen's gonna be pissed. Not the dip. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine log with extra dip. <laughs> dip. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Big Smoke came to our restaurant <laughs> all the smoke. time. He's a frequent. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so before we get into all the other great stuff we got planned for this episode, we do have a bit of an announcement to make. Um, Ryan, do you want to go into it? Otherwise, I can. Um, yeah, just I mean, an offer. So, I guess going forward. Uh, we're going to be kind of sticking to a kind of one theme for kind of an extended period of time. Um, is that kind of what, what, what we're getting at, Zach? I just want to make sure we're all on the same page here. Yeah, I think theme is a good way to put it, but then also how all of you that are listening are going to receive our content in the future, too. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit more. So yeah. with, the th- with the theme... Um, previously all the episodes of the podcast have been, as the name implies, pretty muddled. I mean, we've kind of just talked about whatever we wanted to as things have come up and that's fine. Um, but to help kind of collect our thoughts and maybe get some new listeners in, um, and for our own sake, we wanted to focus our efforts on maybe one theme or area for an extended period of time. And now we don't know right now exactly how many episodes it's going to be. I wouldn't expect it to be like a bunch. I mean, think of it as like a regular season for uh, like a TV show, essentially, where we have one theme or like style of episode that we want to do for an extended period of time. We'll end and then we will move on to the next one. And that could be something that you guys have input on or... Maybe not. Um, I guess it's kind of a a work in progress right now, but we thought it would be important just to let you know that um, that's how things are going to start to look 
in the future. Backstepping uh, just slightly uh, on Mac or wow, you're not Max, you're Zach. On hi. Zach's point about uh, user input, um, I would think that going forward, user input would be extremely well received. I would like to start doing a lot more things, even if during our themed seasons we put in an episode or two, you know, fan questions, fan requested topics. You know, things like that. I feel like that'd be a good thing to incorporate as well. And in addition to our normally released content, we are also going to be releasing a video on YouTube. So we'll have the archive there. You don't have to dig through Facebook on our page. Uh, We'll just be starting to put things on our YouTube page, and that'll be kind of a raw, uncut version of the podcast, what you're seeing and hearing as we're recording. Then the audio version will be a little more refined for easier listening. Yep. I guess the goal overall is just to give you guys access to the podcast in every single area that is possible. So you'll see videos on YouTube and Facebook and then all the different audio on all the normal podcast sharing sites that you've been using so far. So not a whole lot is changing, but there are more options for you, which is always a good thing. Transparency is really what we're going for. We want to get the most personal connection possible with our fans. So, yeah. I think that sums it up pretty pretty nicely. Well said. Yeah. yeah sometimes I do good things. <laughs> <laughs> so, we should probably get back to the show. Back to the action. Back to the action. And, and uh, fall into fall, if you will. Fall and that's, that's beautiful, Zach. That is you know, I've been called the songbird of my generation <laughs> and a real poet by others. <laughs> Jesus. I'm All just right. kidding. So nobody, nobody says that. <laughs> Don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. So, favorite things about fall. You know, I think when we were discussing before, something that we all kind of agreed on was food. Something about fall and food mm-hmm. really just hits home. That's one of the things that I always look forward to. And I guess fall was always kind of, uh, I always knew it was fall when like, I don't know, people started making chili. That's kind of my gauge for when fall started. I feel like chili's not like, you got chili cook-offs and stuff, sure. But I don't think there's mass chili making until the temperature drops at least a little bit. Because I'm I'm not a big fan of chili in like July. No. <laughs> no, I don't want to be sweating and then sweat more. Right. And then farting on top of it from all the beans yeah. and you know, it's right. just not a good time. And I feel like if you say, Oh, time to make chili, everybody has their own, you know, family recipe, their own, you know, style that they like to make. You can't just say, Oh, everybody's starting to make chili and it's all the same shit. No. Chili varies so drastically just between person to person like every like you said everyone's got their own coveted special chili recipe that like their great aunt edma gave them back in right. like 92 of 1800s <laughs> <laughs> good recovery yeah <laughs> speaking of the great aunt whatever we have actually our family chili recipe is i think 
my dad has a whole bunch of recipes framed in like a glass oh that's frame cool. on the wall and i from his grandma i want to say um but i think the chili recipe is in there got a lot of secret ingredients that really make it unique cumin i'm going with cumin <laughs> cumin i don't know that might not be part of it unfortunately <laughs> damn good guess <laughs> but, Max, did your family make chili? Not really. I don't think mm. our family was really that mm. You're much fired. involved. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, no, but like, I, whenever I think about chili, I think about like chili day when we had chili day part of our school thing. You guys had did a you ever chili have that? day at school? Yeah, yeah. That was in February, though. At least for us. That was around Valentine's really? Day. Yeah. No, maybe it was different for for my school district but yeah i always think about chili day when everyone everyone's parents brought chili oh yeah to the school and i was like uh <laughs> that was like the school eh. district chili cook-off basically Mm-hmm. yeah i got another chili related question though for you why is it that everyone has to make way too fucking much chili yeah, man right yeah Mark way Brown, too much shout out to you like you could you could feed the whole village with the amount of chili that my mom made growing up. So there used to be like when I was younger, my dad would pick me up like the Thursday. He had me every Thursday, every other weekend. So like the weekend before opening weekend of deer hunting, he would pick me up on Thursday and we'd just spend the whole night making chili like $200 grocery bill because he made like a 10 gallon pot of chili and like from the office yeah yeah but we didn't spill it all over the floor though um <laughs> we'd make that and then he'd like we'd like separate it into little tupperware containers and we'd take like two of them to deer camp and then there'd be like 30 of them in the freezer until like two years later next year's chili would get incorporated with last year's chili Oh wow, that sounds not, like a Franken. Really, sounds like a Franken food that. waiting to happen. Oh, there was so much chili. <clears throat> Man, speaking of like deer camp, um, something that I really liked that my dad did the first couple years that we were hunting, he would make like sloppy Joe meat, and he'd mm. have it in a crock pot, and we'd go down to the farm in the morning before we go out in the afternoon or yep. go out to hunt, basically. And he'd plug the crockpot in, right? But then when we'd come back in the afternoon or whenever it was for lunch, he'd have all this sloppy Joe meat just ready to go. And, man, it was the best to have just a hot sloppy Joe waiting for you (laughs) after spending hours out in the woods. Yeah, those woods uh, were pretty grueling. Dude, there's a lot of hills on those bad boys, all right? Yeah. You got to work out. The first year, we started down at the farm and climbed up the hill no, in the didn't. morning. Yeah. Nobody no told way. us that the road goes all the way around and we oh could take the God. snowmobile trail. It was horrible. I like, can't first even thing in the morning, that. first thing in the morning, walk up basically like six flights of stairs to go yeah. and sit in the woods. So you're sweating your butt off. Oh my God. Dude, it was terrible. I mean, I only did it once. I only did it one year with you guys, but like when I, I was sitting right by the road and walking down that hill, 
like during the afternoon to see what everybody else was doing and then walking back up it in my jumpsuit with my gun and everything. That was horrible. And you did the whole rest of the hill? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Nope. It was not not fun. <laughs> no, thanks. I would definitely need a sloppy Joe or 12 after I was done <laughs> with that. But needless to say, it is much better now that we actually take the truck all the way around and just walk down the hill yeah, right. to our spot rather than going up. Oh my God. That was really weird, though, being on completely unfamiliar territory and you guys just going, okay, you walk like... 30 feet that way and that's your spot like what i don't even know what i'm looking at (laughs) i don't even know i'm looking at i don't know what's over there it's it's the coolest thing to me though whether you're duck hunting turkey hunting deer hunting whatever is just watching the landscape build as the sun comes over the horizon like you can see like just vague shadows of stuff and then you're like, dude, I didn't know that fucking field was over there. Or I didn't know there were trees here. Or like, mm-hmm. it's just crazy how much everything develops right in front of you. It is. It's really cool. It's like watching a picture develop where mm-hmm. little tiny details start coming in as soon as the sun gets higher and higher. And yep. for me, my eyes would always like play tricks on me, especially with hunting. Cause you're like, you're constantly scanning, right. And looking for something. So mm-hmm. I always thought that like, you know, like a bush somewhere was something or like a tree yep. branch looked like, like the head of a deer. And it's like, yeah. well, probably not. And right. it gets to be light on. I'm like, I'm an idiot. Like you get <laughs> deadfall and it's like set out just right. So it looks like legs and a head going down. And then mm-hmm. it looks like it's a hundred yards out and the sun comes up and it's like right next to you. And it's just a bunch of trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying I to get. I'm trying to get Max to get his hunter safety certification so he can come oh, yeah. with us. So I think Max would have a lot of fun. Yeah, I think yeah. so as well. I mean, it. and it's not, I mean, it's, it is about the hunting. But in my mind, it's more about the camaraderie and the drive out to the land and then coming back in, having lunch at the bar going back out for those final couple hours for the push and then unwinding at night and sharing all the stories of what you saw at the end of the day. And it's hunting trips are not so much about hunting to me as it is just the bonding. Mm -hmm. It's it's very much an experience, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I'm really happy that I got to share that with Jordan too. Because when I first started, like, it was fun going with my dad, but once I got to start bringing Jordan along with, it became even more fun just because, like, I get to see her go through all the same experiences I had when I first started. Right. Like, just the drive, just the drive out there, too. She's like, wow, I didn't know there were so many, like, hills in Wisconsin. Because you go, like, west of Madison, like, southwest, and then kind of, like, westward towards the cross that area there's some pretty good yep. good hills the out there mm-hmm. yep. yeah i that was the big thing especially living where i live it's just lakes and pines and just swamp and the further south you get the more hilly it gets the more fields you get that was pretty cool driving to that part of the state mm-hmm. i just I rem- yeah what were you gonna say 
No, I, I was about to change topics, so continue. Oh, okay. One, one more thing. You said you were excited to introduce Jordan to the whole thing and, you know, see the experiences that we went through when we were younger. I cannot wait for Remington oh, to start yeah. hunting. Mm-hmm. I mean, my dad has pictures of me at her age in the duck blind helping get it ready for the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, even sharing the duck hunting experience with Chelsea was cool, but once I can get Remy out there and she can sit next to me in the blind and wait for the flocks to come in and everything, uh, I cannot wait. When am I going duck hunting with you? Hopefully soon. I mean... Yeah. I got a brand new shotgun, basically, ready to go. I know. And I'm, I'm, I wanted to go this year, but obviously with the recent job change and everything... You know, kind yeah, of put a damper it. on things. But next year, we're going opening weekend. All right, I'm marking it on my calendar. I told you that last year that we were going this year, but you know, yeah. What what do I know? <laughs> thing stuff. Okay, oh, okay. next topic. Cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to bring it back around to food because. So food usually makes me think of like different tailgating and sports events, which is another yep. one of my favorite things about fall is mm-hmm. all the different sports starting up again. Um, one of Jordan's cousins, Johnny, he, he listens to the podcast. So Johnny, if you're listening, what's up, dude? Johnny, what is it? Um, so Johnny, like myself, he plays a lot of soccer and he is um, one of the assistant coaches for um, the Grafton soccer team this year. So back at my alma mater, uh, coaching soccer. And, um, again, we always had like, we would have team dinners the nights before like a, like a big game or something like that. Again, way too much food, but it always like, it just makes me so happy to know that, um, all those different games are going on and gives me something to look forward to on the weekends. Right. Um, Especially the pack, the pack, the pack. Right now they're four and zero, so they're doing pretty good. I gotta start paying attention to football just so I can know what the hell you guys are talking about, or you, <laughs> not Max, you are talking about. Yeah, not me. Max is a real big football fan. Um, he's got about eight fantasy pools. <laughs> football. <laughs> he's he's called the young John Madden of our generation. <laughs> If the if the if the if the referee, <laughs> so yeah, I I very much look forward to fall sports, and I I know a lot of people do too. At least people that aren't like baseball fans, they look forward to football starting up again. Well, um, I mean, I've never been a big football fan, but I always looked forward to because now normally the playoffs. And the ASMR. World Series would have been starting. Max, just heavy pours there. Uh, <laughs> Damn, you look like you were at our first party that we had here, Max. <laughs> Dude, okay, I got to pause. I got to pause for a second. The first time we had people over here, Max took like a tumbler glass like this, filled it all the way to the oh top with whiskey. Oh, my God. All the way. Straight. I don't even think I had ice in no, it either. No ice, nothing. Wow. Just, just all the way. You know, I'm like, all right, going for it, I guess. 
and about I could say it got a little lit. An hour later, Max was snoozing. <laughs> the sawing logs, like tired, man. Canadian Joe. <laughs> Remember Canadian Joe from Road America, Zach? The dude no, that had the Mustang across from base camp? No. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Don't remember Canadian Joe. You're good. Continue. <sighs> oh, yeah. I lost my train of thought there with Max and his, his whiskey <laughs> we were, pouring. We were talking about sports. Sports. Football. I was Football. Football. Brett Bre- Bre- Favre. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I normally... You know, non-COVID baseball season. This would be like World Series and a playoff start a World Series. So that mm-hmm. was big for me. And also, we got hockey starting. This would be like preseason NHL. True. Which True. I'm a big fan of. So that's my thing. Most people watch football right now, but I got, you know, end of baseball, beginning of hockey. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, during the fall when I was younger, I didn't really focus on sports much. It was all <clears throat> duck hunting. And late season fishing. If you've never fished late season walleye, do it. Okay. That is one thing that I'd like to do a little bit more in the future is is go fishing. Um, did that a lot with my dad growing up, but just haven't done it a whole lot now. Well, I don't know why. I live a hop, skip, and a jump, if that's how you like to do your transportation, from a lake. Um, that would take you a I'm, while, I think. Yeah. I'm looking at purchasing a boat, like, come spring. So... Like a paddle boat? You know, like Kayak? A, like a blow-up raft with the unicorn. No, my stepdad. My stepdad's <laughs> selling, trying to sell his boat. So, if you want to go fishing... Dude, I know we're, a place. We're going to have a lot to do if we ever come up by you. I mean, we got a snowboarding trip coming up for your birthday. Yep. Got yep. fishing. Could do fishing. Could do hunting up there somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I still have to find places to go duck hunting slash deer hunting up here. I haven't done that exploration yet, so. Yeah, unless you know somebody, it's... You're probably going to be relegated to doing like public land, which wouldn't be great, but right. it is what well, it is, I guess. To and I don't even know. I have a an advantage. That's what I was looking for. Um, mm. In that, my wife is from here, so she knows a bunch of people that already do everything that I'm trying to do. So if I need hunting land or fishing spots, or I just say, "Hey, who do I contact?" I yeah, can't compete with that. When you got an inside scoop on where to go, right? I mean, insider. I've seen plenty of ducks up here. I just you know can't shoot them from where I see them. You mean you don't open your window and just go for it? <laughs> <laughs> Just the sandhill cranes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking stupid. God. Are they still real bad by you? Oh my god. Yeah. I just remember at your old place you complained about them all the time. Oh my god. I hate, hate that noise. <laughs> I'd rather hear nails on a chalkboard with a banshee scream at the same time than one <laughs> single sandhill crane. Dude. <laughs> Oh my god. Max, put that in and post. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Sandhill crane Sand, right over that Sand spot. Sandhill crane. <laughs> See, I'm not even gonna get into it. That's another. That's another episode. Yeah, Sandhill crane episode in the okay, future. Okay, so okay, so when you go in, <laughs> we're, we're, okay. <laughs> so when we go in, where we go duck hunting. Like, okay, it's it's a big lake, mouth of a river, branches off on two sides. Both of the fucking branches are full of sandhill cranes. But the <laughs> ducks are smart, so they sleep within the sandhill cranes. As soon as you, like, if somebody farts in the boat 100 yards from those <laughs> sandhill cranes, they're all up. Then there go the ducks. No more ducks. And then the sandhill cranes just circle for, like, two hours <laughs> and scare everything away so you just have to sit there patiently for them to just be done being dumb and then you can finally hunt that's why i hate sandal cranes and of rand sounds like a perfect time to have about 20 beers while you're waiting <laughs> for them yeah you might might as well not even put out the decoys you might as well just stand out in the middle of the water and make sure everything's okay as you do yeah i've uh, i've well. been yelled at from in the decoys to toss beer from the cooler at about quarter to five in the morning multiple times oh yeah i mean that's that's normal you just squint towards the opposite shoreline i'll have one i mean you gotta yep. like ken griffey it sounds like a good job for brett Favre. <laughs> brett Favre. <laughs> That is one thing. So we've we've said Brett Favre a lot, which we're referencing Frank Caliendo. Um, if you don't know who Frank Caliendo is, he's a great comedian that does lots of um, impersonations of famous people like Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, um, <clears throat> John Madden, for example. Very famously, I think it. Yeah, that's his biggest one. He isn't he from like he's from Wisconsin. He's from Wisconsin. I Frank Caliendo. Like yeah, graduated from South. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Yes, he's from Waukesha. Okay. Yeah. I I yeah. knew it was close. I just I didn't know exactly where. Yeah. Yeah. He's from anyway. Waukesha. Yeah, I do miss. Oh, that's one. Th that is like the singular thing that I miss about being in Madison is that in the fall. It always seemed like the comedy club on State Street, like this was like the busy season where there were always good people at the comedy club to go see. So hmm. I, I remember so many nights walking there with my peacoat or whatever. It's very brisk. It's a brisk, brisk evening walking to the comedy club. Um, but yeah, I that's one of the things I really miss about um, just like COVID, I guess, in general. Just like going out and seeing shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. So what you're saying is I got to work on my John Madden impression for you. Yeah. Yeah. Right next to <laughs> Peter and Stewie Griffin. John Madden. Right there. Yeah. yeah. John Madden. <laughs> Here's a guy when he puts his glasses on, he can see better. <laughs> Thanks, John. So I got a booth. question for you, Ryan. Okay. Have the trees up by you like fully changed color or are they on their way? What's the status? Can we get a tree update? They're past peak. They're definitely past, past peak. Past yep. peak color. Yep. Okay. Unfortunately, okay. um it was a very quick very quick change. 
I see. Because um, I have about a 15-minute drive to work, and I drive down just, you know, a county highway surrounded by all kinds of dense forest. And I think the peak colors were like a week and a half, two weeks ago. Okay. So... We're still getting there down here. We still got a little bit of time left, I think. For the leaves just started falling like this past week. Yeah, I guess like if you look down, well, I can't see it right now cuz it's dark out. But like in the park, if you look across the street to Veterans Park, I think most of the trees have turned like yellow at least. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're <laughs> right. I, there there are some trees that are starting to to shed the old leaves off there that's the thing like the maples and the popples up here like the softer woods um they go from reddish great <clears throat> just everything Done. just go yeah goes to shit hmm. i've heard that I mean, there's a lot of people that will actually travel to go see those fall colors, too, which Mm -hmm. I think is kind of nuts, considering, you know, we get it all the time. Right. But I guess maybe that's one thing we're a little spoiled on. Like, Arizona, Florida, they don't get that. They don't got nothing. Same with, um, like, the monarch butterflies, though, too. Right. That's something kind of cool that... I'd like to see one of those huge migrations that they have in like California and the mm-hmm. big redwood forest. Yeah. Man, that would be nuts. You know, that's a big thing up here is the fall ride. Like people come from all over on motorcycles and it's just a whole big motorcycle trip to see the colors and enjoy the atmosphere and just be loud and make me hate them. And <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, have the tourists ceased a little bit because they're in between winter and summer, or Um, what are you thinking? Normally, this is where it starts to wind down. Labor Day is usually the last hurrah. Uh, Well, Fall Ride is usually the last hurrah, uh, which is usually September 12th, which is Chelsea's birthday, so we used to run away and escape the bikes, but I feel like the late start to the tourist season because of COVID this year... Mm. Um, kind of extended okay. things. That makes sense. So yeah. busy season is a little prolonged compared to normal. Hmm. All right. Which is good right. for, you know, the restaurants, but for the locals that just kind of want quiet and to be able to shop and go out to restaurants <laughs> just, and stuff. Just go outside. Right. Yeah, just do anything. You act like yeah. it's a plague upon the land and you guys can't go outside or something when the tourists come to town. We covered that in a previous episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, it. I mean, it depends on what you want to do. If you want to get on a lake anytime between Wednesday and Monday, nope. Not going to happen. <laughs> so Tuesday's your day, huh? Yeah. Monday and Tuesday, if you want to go fishing, do it. <laughs> Other than that, not no, happening. No chance. It's like going to State Fair. The lakes are like State Fair Midway. All right. That makes sense. So to put it into a comparison that people will understand. 
Max, I'm surprised that you haven't like found a uh, motorcycle riding group around here. Yeah, I haven't really. Um, there's a couple Facebook groups that I'm a part of. Um, one of them's strictly just a, a Cowie Ninja group, you know, across, you know, not even just the United States, but other countries as well. Oh, cool. Um, hmm. But there's there's this um, group that I was recommended to, but they're more Illinois-based, which is kind of difficult to link up with. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I'm waiting for um, them to do something around Wisconsin. I might be like, hey. <laughs> hey, I'm going to catch you as you come up. Hey, I'm going to link up. But <laughs> it's a little cold now, but I'm trying to get those last few rides in before, you know, got to put her in storage. Wah, wah. <laughs> wah, wah. Are you going to just put it in the, uh, whoa, that was a lot of scotch. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, I don't like that? Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna just store the motorcycle in the parking space? Um, probably not because I have a battery tender. It's still actually at my uncle's, but I would use it here if they had um, a power outlet available. Mm-hmm. But as far as I could find, there's no power outlets anywhere in parking spots. It's only like near like the ventilation systems and stuff. Damn, within the parking garage, so. I'll probably end up bringing it over there like I did last year and have it stored over there. You don't think you could get away with, like, running a long extension cord? Probably not. No? As much as I would love to try that. But... I don't know. It's... I'm in the middle... I'm in, like, the middle of, like, you know, the top part and the bottom part of, like, the ramp. Yeah. So it's difficult to expect to see something near my parking space. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Kind of sucks. So, and it's just easier because, like, I don't know. Just I, I know, I know my uh, uncle will look, af- look after it, and it's not going anywhere. Not like it would go anywhere, but as long as he doesn't mind, I suppose. Yeah, like he he, I would probably call him up and ask him when he's gonna start doing his winter prep. Although. I don't know if he still rides year round because he has like heated jackets and heated grips and mm-hmm. the whole nine yards. So I don't know if he's going to keep doing that or if he's, you know, I don't know how he feels about it right now. Do you, um, do you get any but, um, additional parts that you're going to put on the bike at all? Not right now. Um, I want to get, I, I want to get new grips for mine, but um, it's hard because of the way that it's set up, um, where you actually have to get like a whole linkage set for the actual grips so you can't just like slide the ones you can get like a universal fit you actually have to get something made for the kawasaki ninja style damn that sucks because like because they have like um i don't know how to explain it but like the grips actually set into a groove Hmm. so they're more set in versus having it just like on the rounded cylinder yeah i guess that's good so they don't come off <laughs> yeah or like slip or anything right but that's just the traditional way versus kawasaki doing it the mm-hmm. pain in the ass way <clears throat> ryan did you have something you wanted to say it looked like you wanted to say something you had your finger up or, or something i saw something a corner of my eye oh i just had a little fun fact for you Ooh, an ff 
Yeah, so so Max said the whole nine yards. Do you guys know how that phrase originated? Prison. I'm going with prison. Mm, no. Going with Brett Favre. Mm, <laughs> good guess, but no. Uh, submarines. <laughs> You're very close. So, Sweet. Um, um, the B-52 bombers, the guns on them. Oh, okay. The All bullet right, chains were 27 feet long. So when they made a strafing uh, run, they emptied the entire chain and they gave them the whole nine yards. Oh, there it uh, is. Little shit. fun fact for you. <laughs> Sorry, you know, nerd moment, but I felt like that was it was interesting. Max, we can use that at trivia. Now there we you go. know. See? You know, because there's these stupid, obscure trivia questions that we'll never know. And this is one of those obscure trivia questions <laughs> that we now know. There you go. See? I'm good yeah. for something. You guys just got to text be like, me. What was, what, was the, uh, what was the plane that got the uh, phrase originated from a whole nine yards? Now everyone's going to look at us and they're like, I don't know, Zach, do you know? P-52! P-52! <laughs> yep. Yep. I'll even give you credit on that one, Ryan. Sweet shout out. I gotta cite your sources. <laughs> we'll, we'll put you in our team name. Sweet. <laughs> team name featuring the real Sheriff Woody. Yes. Yes, I like it. Um, so one thing we have not talked about yet in regards to fall or the autumnal seasoning, if you will, um, is... Uh, Spooky month, Halloween. Spooky. Are, are you guys fans of spooky month and, and Halloween at all? I am. Max, I, I don't. I haven't heard a whole lot about Halloween from you over there. I figured I would have heard something. What do you mean by that? <laughs> I don't know. Like dressing up, doing any kind of like scary movies, haunted houses. I I don't know. Max put the Rocky I Horror costume on. Oh God. <laughs> oh, um, God. I wasn't really into the whole Halloween at first, like when I was younger, but as I grew older, I thought it was like, I don't know, really cool. I was started to get into scary movies as I got older, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I, I like a good scare every now and then. Right. So like, for example, like a movie such as Paranormal Activity or something else kind of spooky like that, or like a, like a murder Do it. movie. What, what what are you pointing at here? Pointing at Ryan, because something you said should have triggered instant memories from from Ryan down there. Oh yeah, Ryan, you got some. I remember when I <laughs> some stories yeah, to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when I saw the first, like the original Paranormal. One of the guys that I went to school with had a bootleg version of it, so it had like an alternate ending. And he invited over, like, the entire marching band to his house. And we watched it on a big projector screen in his living room. And we had a big bonfire and everything. And, like, everybody was super freaked out. Did you watch that movie when it first came out, Max? Um, I think... Not the first one. I think I saw a different one in theaters. Like, the third or fourth one or whatever. Okay. But that, that was... Oh, my God. Like, that was when I just started getting used to jump scares, but it still freaked me the hell out because of just all the intentional jump scares that 
we're really unpredictable. It's like a psychological thriller. You don't actually see anything, but yet it's like mm-hmm. super freaky. Like the shining. Uh, well, yeah, it's the same. Your your senses heighten to like eleven, <laughs> especially when you're watching something like that, and you this see like something 11. small move, and you're like, oh, "What was that?" Right. <laughs> and then you know, you don't get caught. You get you do get caught off guard. And you jump in your seat and you piss your pants a little. Speaking of introductions to scary movies, I had Nightmare Before Christmas on the other day. And Remy mm-hmm. would like get really close to the TV and then back away and like hide behind me and then get closer to the TV again and then back away. It's like, I want to <laughs> watch it, but I don't. But I do, but I don't. So, yeah. the, the what? Is that? Yeah. I'm sorry. My brain stopped working there for a second. I was going to ask. I saw that. So, um, Nightmare Before Christmas, like, people debate whether it's a Halloween or a, or a Christmas movie, right? Yes. <clears throat> so, what do you guys think? I think... Totally a Halloween movie. I think it's like the Swiss Army knife of holiday movies. Oh, what a cop-out answer. Cop out. <laughs> okay, so I think if I had to pick one holiday, I think it'd be primarily Halloween. Yeah. I mean, just the title, Nightmare Before Christmas. It's not a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. And com- con- considering it's a Tim Burton movie, too. I yeah, mean, Tim. I don't true. even think Tim Burton knows what Christmas is. <laughs> Like holidays stop at Halloween and then the year just rolls over. That'd be pretty neat. You miss out on a lot of good stuff, but it'd be pretty neat. I like Christmas. That would be shitty. I do too. Winter episode coming soon. Yes. <laughs> I have a question for you guys though. Do you you do guys do you guys think that we're still technically young enough, or would you still be interested in like dressing up or going to like a costume party? Yeah. Yeah, I would say we're still young enough, yeah. I think... Where it's not, like, weird. Here, I'm going to get real, like, philosophical or something here. I think young enough... Ryan's getting deep. Young enough is... is, It's all in your head. It's psychological. (laughs) There is no physical cutoff for young enough. If you still get enjoyment from putting a costume on and going to a party with a bunch of people and just having a good time, then yes. You're still young enough to go to a costume party. If there's something yeah. in your head that says, oh, I'm too old for this, this is stupid, then then don't go to a costume party. Yeah. I guess it wasn't I guess I worded that wrong. I mean, I guess you can't really be too old to enjoy something like that. It's, but I guess I was just more curious whether guys whether or not you guys would still want to do something like that. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, i I'd totally be down for it just because it's you know, it, I feel like the more you embrace that kind of stuff, the better your life is going to be. I mean, if you if you intentionally skip a Halloween costume party just because it's cliche or you're too old, then mm-hmm. then why do excuses that else? you don't believe in? Essentially, yeah. I mean, live life to the fullest, man. I mean, why skip that party? Well- Right. If you can do the thriller and then, dance with a bunch of people with a cocktail in your hand and try not to spill it, good Saturday. 
what uh what would you dress up as for halloween if you could this year um i've always been kind of an obscure just off the top of my head costume guy so like one year i just put a jason mask on and grabbed a plastic machete and covered myself in fake blood with karate pants i thought you were gonna go pennywise but i was thinking about it you know i've always had this like big idea of going as sheriff woody from toy story but like he got killed and buried and then rose from the dead so like tattered vest and the tattered long sleeve shirt and you don't think chelsea would go as bo peep could just oh, remy def- up as a she she would definitely go as bo peep remy would either remy be... up as like a little sheep little sheep costume yeah remy i was gonna say <laughs> remy would either be one of the aliens or in toy story 4 there's a stuffed duck called ducky and i think we dress her up as ducky there you go that's her nickname so. see the ideas are flowing already right she's going as elsa this year by the way because she started dance class this year and she's got an elsa leotard so she's going as elsa <laughs> I think Chelsea should just let that you, idea go. But Are you, know. you going to be Kristoff then? No, I'm going to be Sven. I'm just going to put Sven. some antlers on my head and shit everywhere. <laughs> well, you already do half of that. So. <laughs> I know. I The antlers are in the wash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever, Zach. <laughs> I had to do it. That was like just, that was a knuckleball. Hit that one out of the park. Oh, yeah. Oh, way too much scotch again. Dude. Oh, God. I need, we need to just, we need to have a scotch night. Well, that's one of the, one of the episodes that I want to do. So we could do like a whiskey, a whiskey tasting episode would be really fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Where we get, you know, four or five different whiskeys that aren't crazy expensive. Like, stuff that we're actually going to drink. Like, right. you get it. And they're, like, small bottles of... Yeah, yeah. Like, get like, like the three little... seven fives if you can get them, or 750s. Yep. Or, um, I think I wanted to do, like, uh, like a craft brew episode as well. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, you just go to Pick and Save or Woodman's or whatever and just make a six-pack of craft brews that go like a uh, total wine and more yeah i mean i have the cellar up here so if we pick a you know a list of bourbon or scotch or whatever and i'll just i mean i can bring the technical aspect of it yeah yeah total wine sponsor us yeah <laughs> woodman's where are you at <laughs> their alcohol selection is just unmatched oh my god it's but when chelsea and i were down there for Christmas, I think the first place we stopped when we got in town was Woodman's. Nice to make sure we had a you know a good beverage selection. That was when I was supposed to come out by you guys for to record an episode, and I based everything I bought around our drink order. Hmm. Well, next time. <laughs> There's plenty of next times. <sighs> yeah, I think that's a good idea, though. Yeah, definitely. So we're uh, we're about at that time, gentlemen. Um, again, fantastic episode, but uh, it is now time for the coveted, the singular, the one and only, 
Closing time. Copyrighted. Copyright strike. <laughs> Down. Not. Not on YouTube. No YouTube. This time. <laughs> oh. You mean Max, that's all it takes off. is me just? Yeah. Yeah. I, dude, copyright on YouTube is a whole different kind of beast as far as what you can and can't do. You just get automatically claimed for no reason half just, the time. Just, just cut that out. <laughs> I promise I won't do it again. Um, yeah, that actually opens up another conversation, too, whether or not I should have sound samples in it if we intend on YouTubing. Um, putting, yeah, if we intend on YouTubing episodes. YouTube, we can talk about that. YouTubeification. Yeah. Um. Yeah. My my selection's a little weird. Um. As as we all, as the three of us know, we, at least Ooh. for me mostly, I get a lot of Hint? musical inspiration, and um, a lot of my music selection comes from video game soundtracks. Absolutely. So I know this one's not necessarily like a. A sa- like a song you'd hear on the radio, but um, the game Perfect Dark on Nintendo 64. Don't sleep on those soundtracks from old games, because I swear, this one, I don't know, it, the melodic, the dystopian sound of it really kind of hits home for me, at the very least. Because it has, um, so the guy who composed it did the one for Goldeneye, but that was like, with Goldeneye, you kind of already had a basis off the original theme from 007, like the movies. Mm-hmm. Right. But he had to come up with something completely original. So he got inspiration from like the movies like Blade Runner, and I'm assuming other sci-fi mystery movies and TV shows and such. So I'll, I'll have it playing in the background, but it's just um, it's a really cool, melodic, futuristic song. I don't know. It's really cool. Speaking of the latest, um, the latest Tron movie has really cool soundtrack oh, as well. That is, yes. I still haven't seen that movie. Is that worth a watch? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this. There's two of them, right? The original, yeah. And then there's what? When did that come out? Like oh, it was nine, a while ago. Yeah, it was but back Jeff when Bridges was in the original one, and then he was. A reprising role in the second one. Well, Legacy, spoiler. right? Tron Legacy or something? Spoilers. Oh. It's, it's rewind. <laughs> it's been like 10 years, so. Yeah. So, whatever. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen it, sucks. That sucks. The, the whole soundtrack was composed and written by Daft Punk, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. That makes so much sense. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it just... Who else could do it, you it know? It just makes sense. If you don't make dollars, you don't make sense. Okay, just say, moving on. It makes on. so much sense to <laughs> <in> make dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to go. Yep. Ryan, you get to yeah. be the, the final. That's fine. Um, Hopefully mine's this... worth it. Yeah. I, I think it is. So, my pick for this week was Keep On Swinging by the Rival Sons. Um, So, Rival Sons aren't, like, super well-known band, but you guys described it pretty well before 
uh, we started recording the podcast. Max, what did you say? If Greta Van Fleet and the Arctic Monkeys had a child? Yes, yep. yeah, if they it's made love. very accurate. <laughs> Musically. It's very accurate. That is a very good, very good uh, description. So yeah, the, the song I picked, Keep On Swinging, it's not their most popular song, but I think it's the most quote-unquote fun song that they have. Um, again, it's every it's a it's a swung song so it's i don't know it's it's fun to listen to and the lyrics are pretty straightforward as well it's it's really just about like working hard putting your head down and not worrying too much about everything else that's going around you and just driving home that hard work will eventually pay off and and uh work out for you so that's what the song's about it's it's a fun fun song um again the genre i would describe it as just like a a rock song rock slash alternative so so yeah give it a listen all right well my song is living after midnight but not the judas priest version the disturbed version Mm. um the first thing that really caught my attention with this cover was um, it's living after midnight, but they incorporate the drum intro from Painkiller by Judas Priest into the uh, intro, and the tempo change is perfect. It's it's such a cool lead-in. It throws you off thinking it's another song, and then they seamlessly transition into living after midnight. And I feel like um, Rob Halford and I don't remember their other producer's name um but their lyrics are so deep and i don't know profound that david draymond's voice just the growl that he has and the grit just adds a real satisfying tone to all their songs um Mm -hmm. if if disturbed could just go and do like a three disc set three disc set I'm talking like 2011 here um if they could do like a, just a big album uh nobody fucking buys CDs anymore but if they, they could do a whole three album, disc set with yeah. 500 songs yeah you're gonna put that you in your, uh, your CD player in your car if you drive an 05 Taurus um but anyways <laughs> I feel or like if they sun, sunflower Right. <laughs> if they could do a whole like comp, fuck you with the sunflower. If they could do a whole, uh, I just caught, I just caught on to that. <laughs> if they could do a whole compilation of just Judas Priest covers, bingo. They're on to something, huh? Yeah. So I mean, I just David Draymond's voice I just I feel like there's so many avenues that he could explore and like just old covers he could just revamp so many songs so I guess that he's he's truly a talented vocalist so anything that he does you know it's gonna be good like I watched a vocal coach analysis on Sound of Silence and she Mm. said that the vocal fry that he does intentionally should put him out of commission for like two weeks. If any other artist did that, they would just completely blow their vocal cords out. 
So the fact that he can do that night after night, song after song, without any repercussions is just a testament to his talent. Max, you should be taking notes from David Draymond. Yeah, I'm sure someone like him, who's so passionate about his his career and his, um, you know, his, yeah, his career, you, you got to think he, how much time he puts into it. And essentially, your vocal folds are essentially a muscle. So the amount of times that he's probably, the amount of time he spent working on that, like working it out and strengthening it, shows not only his talent, but his persistence and his passion for becoming better at what he does. He's the chad of vocals. I can't even begin to imagine (laughs) what kind of exercises you have to do to just make that vocal fry a normal thing. Yeah, and it, it sucks because, like, I mean, there's only one David Draymond. Yeah. Like, other people, you can imitate him, but you can't be him. Yeah. And that goes for a lot of other artists, but that's that's the thing. is like, that's the talent part of him. Is like, the talent is, it's him, and you know it's his voice. Right. Versus someone else who sounds like Instantly him. Instantly recognizable. It's like, yeah, like, another person might sound good, but they're not talent that is uniquely his vocal qualities mm-hmm. well that's a good place to end that's a lot of good uh, foreshadowing of the kind of discussion that we'll be having in the in the future yeah a little preview so cool cool thanks again everybody for joining us on the muddled thoughts podcast again check us out on facebook we're on Twitter and Instagram at the Muddled Thoughts Podcast. Send us an email if you have any questions at uh, muddledthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Um, other than that, I think that about wraps it up for this time. So thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. But until then, don't be dumb. Keep the glasses full. And don't catch COVID. Deuces. See you.